We invite you to personally discover the life-changing impact of the Word of God as you listen to this message by Bishop Richard Ayi. Bishop Richard Ayi serves as a bishop in Lighthouse Chapel International, a denomination founded by Bishop Dag Hewitt-Mills with over 1,500 branches worldwide. Bishop Richard currently pastors the London branch of the First Love Church, a vibrant campus ministry with young, energetic people, full of first love for the Lord. We believe this message will give you hope, light and love to strengthen you in your Christian walk. Now listen to Bishop Richard.
received a call from God the other day. I was just a young person. He spoke to me and said, My child, you are mine. You must work and you must preach. Do you know the secret of prosperity? Seek ye first the kingdom of God. And all these things that people are seeking for, I will give them all to you. I'll go where I have to go, preach what I have to preach, have the maximum impact, yes. I'll go where I have to go, preach what I have to preach, the maximum impact, yes. Blessed is the man whom God chooses, and he causes to approach. He shall be satisfied with the good of the house, and love thy holy temple. Oh, one thing have I desired of the Lord. That I may dwell in the house of the Lord To behold the beauty of the Lord I'll go where I have to go Preach what I have to preach Have the maximum impact, yes I'll go where I have to go Go. I'll preach what I 
Do the work of God. Don't stop till you've done enough. Keep on. Do the work of God. Don't stop till you've done enough. Keep on. Do the work of God. Don't stop till you've done enough. Keep on. Do the work of God. Don't stop till you've done enough. Testimony, I love you. Testimony, I need you. 
song that never grows old. Play it again. That melody that lifts my soul and it takes me away to a place of praise, up where I belong. So grand, I cannot contain this sweet refrain. This music in my ear, and where it starts is in my heart. The melody is ringing. Come along and sing it, play it again. That song that never grows old, play it again. That melody that lifts my soul, and it takes me away to a place of praise. Skip a beat when you move your feet to the joyful noise. I cannot keep still, no peace until I sing the glory down. One thing is clear, we can start right here. The melody is easy. Come along and join me, play it again. That song that never grows old, play it again. That melody that lifts my to a place of praise of where I belong and that song goes on and on and on and play it again can you hear the sounding brass the drum and the cymbal make my spirit dance keep chiming on the improvising step aside make a into virtuous women. How many ladies are going to be virtuous women? Wow. May your prayer be answered. That you will not be angry women at home. And vicious women. And contentious women. 
May your embroiling women. Hey. You wouldn't even know that they have argued before they came to church. And they've been fighting. The makeup alone make you look so peaceful. Nobody can tell. May you be virtuous women. May the Holy Ghost draw out of you, drain out of you every quarrelsome trait, every fighting spirit, every answer back attitude, every tennis kind of playing. I talk, you talk. Ping pong, I talk, you talk, I talk, you talk, I talk, you talk, talk, you talk, talk, you talk, talk, you talk. May you be healed from such attitudes. I see only virtuous women in this church. May you be counted among the virtuous women. Are you receiving it? I'm praying for you. And you shall be virtuous women. May your husband not be disappointed. May he never be hurt. May he never regret marrying you. May he never feel trapped. May he never feel deceived. May he never wish he had married another woman. May he always run back to you. May you be a well of endless water. When he thinks of a woman, may he think about you. Hey! You shall be a virtuous woman. Sisters, are you receiving it? Brothers, may you be blessed with virtuous women. May all quarrels cease in your home. Private quarrels. Public quarrels. May they all cease in Jesus' name. May your wife be your number one fan. May she not be your opposer, your accuser, your fighter. She shall never be any of these. She shall be your encourager, not your discourager, not the cause of your depression, not the reason why you like to go on visitation. But may she be your encourager. Hey, because of your wife, may it be difficult for you to go out. Because you want to stay with her. You want to be with her. You want to be around her. You want to chat with her. So that every day you've gone out, every time you are out, when you think about her, you even want to apply for a job to be a pilot. So you can fly somewhere far. It shall never be your story. May you have peace in your homes. May your laptop never replace your wife. Many wives, many wives have been replaced by their laptops. May you not have such a wife. May you never have such a wife. Hey, my Lord and my God. Heal our homes. Heal our marriages. 
heal our beautiful wives. Oh God, they are beautiful. May their hearts be beautiful. May their attitudes be beautiful. Oh God. Oh God. May their hearts be beautiful. As their faces, may their hearts be so. Oh God. Heal our wives. Heal our sisters. May they be nice to us. May they be sweet to us. May they be friendly. May they be nice to be with. Oh God. Help our homes in private. In private. Not the public show. The private ones. Oh God. Brothers, God will give you peace. May there be food in your homes. May you feel free when you are eating it. May you not be told you are eating too much. Hey. We should press this one, you see. Oh, God. We want to eat in peace at home. May we never be told we are eating too much. May there be food in the house. Oh, God. Oh, God. May you have a good time at home. Good time. Good time. Let us pray. Father, thank you for tonight. Thank you for this blessed opportunity to be in church. Thank you for your blessing. Thank you for your word. Thank you for your kindness and your goodness towards us. Please, Lord, bless this service and bless every life that is here, Lord. Let your kingdom come and let your will be done amongst us. In Jesus' name. Amen. Amen. God bless you. Take your seats. First Corinthians chapter two. And I, brethren, when I came to you, came not with the excellency of speech or of wisdom, declaring unto you the testimony of God. Every pastor should remember this passage. To declare the testimony of God. The testimony of God. Otherwise, you'll be declaring the testimony of men. Testimony of men. The achievements of men. When there is the testimony of God, you cannot compare God delivering Daniel from the lion's den to um, what's his name? What was the what was the name of the army general for the um, Iraqi war? Schwarzkopf, yes. To his testimony. Can you imagine his testimony? And how he led the 
uh, what do you call those troops? Allies. Yeah, allied whatever. How he led them to victory. This. I mean, he, he will have a testimony and principles. But it cannot be compared to Daniel. To Daniel in the lion's den. The testimony of God. The power of God. What God has done. It cannot be compared to um, the Red Sea. Moses parting the Red Sea. That's a, that's a testimony of God. It cannot be compared to God sending his only begotten son that whosoever believeth in him should not perish but have ever. What, what other statement can lead to salvation than John chapter 3 and verse 16? How else can you, how else can you testify of God and bring God to men than saying that God so loved the world that he sent his only begotten son? It's straight direct and powerful. That's the testimony of God. This is God. This is what God has done. That none should perish but have everlasting life. That's why Paul said, or the writer of Romans said that, for I am not ashamed of the gospel, for it is the power of God. Remember power. Next time you get opportunity, maybe you should have your quiet time on the word power. And discover the powers that exist. It is the power of God. It is the power of God. It is the power of God. Unto salvation. It is the power of God. You see the power of God. You see powers that God has. And you shall receive power. After that, the Holy Ghost has come upon you. You you will see powers that have been shared. And powers that have been given. And powers that you have. And how God anointed Jesus of Nazareth. With the Holy Ghost. And with power. I say, I am not ashamed of the gospel. I am not ashamed. That's 116, isn't it? Yeah. I am not ashamed of the gospel of Christ. For it is, it is the power of God. It is, it is a power. The gospel is a power. The gospel is a power. Every Christian, or if you like, every member of this church should believe in this passage. That the gospel is a power. When you hear the gospel being preached or the gospel being shared, don't, don't, don't mistake it for something lesser. And when you get a chance to preach to, don't think that the gospel is not powerful enough. So it's like I have to help the gospel. I have to help the gospel. I have to help it with the testimony of men. No, 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 no. Don't do that. Don't do that. It is the power of God. It's, it is a power. It is a power. It is capable of achieving everything that the gospel is supposed to achieve. Don't try, don't try diluting it and changing it and making it into something else. It is the power of God. That is what it is. That's what the gospel is. The gospel is the power of God. It's the power of God. It's the power of God. Unto salvation to everyone that believeth. That's the gospel. People say when you see the gospel, you say John 3 16, as though it's not powerful. John 1 12, as though it's not powerful. And when you hear these things, it's like it's, like, it's not it's like it's not enough. It's not enough to save a soul. That is the power of God. Let's go back to First Corinthians chapter 2 so that we can end the service quickly. Uh, and I, brethren, what's this thing that is on me? What am I supposed to do? It's really worrying me. I shouldn't bite it. 
but you know, as if you are Tobia. <laughs> Is it not true? Have you go and look for a scissors? You look for scissors. Okay, testimony of God, verse two. For I determined not to know anything among you, save Jesus Christ and Him crucified. And I was with you in weakness and in fear and in much trembling. And my speech and my preaching was not with enticing words of Mark's wisdom, but in demonstration of the spirit and of power. Wow. That your faith should not stand in the wisdom of men, but in the power of God. So you should should see the difference. Wisdom of men, power of God. Wisdom of men, power of God. You should know that there's something called the power of God. And your faith, your faith, that is your, your, your following God, serving God, worshiping God, your Christianity can settle down in the wisdom of men and never translate into the power of God. But you see, one of the things we have to learn and believe is the power of God. That the power of God is stronger than any devil and any demon. And we have to, you see, what I'm saying is that it's like, it's like you see your child in fire. You will run. You will run. Why will you run? Because you know that I can take this child out of this fire. So when you see a soul perishing and you remember that the gospel is the power of God unto salvation, you will run to that perishing soul with your gospel, with your message that what I have can rescue this child. Now, the other thing also is that when a loved one is suffering, going through troubles, being tormented by demons, because there are demons, there are demons, you also have to move. You have to move. You have to run. As a Christian, not, not a pastor, you don't, you don't need any special title. You also have to move. And pray for that person. Pray for the, You have to pray for the person. You have to move and pray. You have to find the person and lay hands on the person. You have to find the person and give, share communion. So let us, let this, this is the body of Christ. Whoever eats this, whoever eats this, Christ dwelleth in him. You should underestimate the powers that we have. For the weapons of our warfare are not carnal, but they are mighty. But you see, we are like some very mighty, powerful, whatever, but we don't use it. We don't use, and we don't use it aggressively. And we don't use it with a mind that this thing can be overcome. So sometimes people we know suffer. I mean, demons take them for a ride. And it's as, it's as though we don't even believe in the Bible. Because the enemy does not come back for to kill, to steal, and to destroy. He will kill. They sit down if you joke, he will kill you. Oh, yeah. That's when you preach. Like, say, okay, he, he can kill your faith. It is true, but he can also kill you physically. He will kill you. He's a murderer. A murderer he was. Charlie, let's solve this thing, okay? Give me two minutes. I need to solve it. 
told that people know how to. <laughs> yeah. You kill. So a believer, a believer has to use, you have to use your ass now. You have to use it. You have to, you have to, you have to deploy, you have to deploy it. You see, instead of being afraid or being timid, you have to know how to get excited in the face of trouble. When you see trouble, this is your chance for a testimony. You shall have testimonies. I say, you shall have testimonies. I mean, look at the beautiful testimonies that we have, we, we are having. Can you imagine, can you imagine if we have not, you see, you, you may think, oh, it's just a service. A service is an act and a demonstration of faith that God will move. That God will move. Look at what they say, people's fibroids, eye, all kinds. You see, you don't know people's problems. We, we can live with it forever and ever. But when we say, let's come, let's come, it's a, it's a campaign. It's an anti-British campaign. That is, we don't want to be wicked shepherds. Shepherds who don't attend to their sheep. So let's gather and pray for the sheep. When we start praying for them, you will see people's problems disappearing. That is, that is a release of our weapons. And of our strength that God has given to us. To help people. Many problems will be solved. If you like, if you like, come here Saturday morning. Your problems will disappear. I'm telling you, it will disappear. But we can also be there and nurse it. And think, oh, and use this kind of common sense and reasoning and, you know, wisdom, use wisdom of men. Explaining every problem. When there is the power of God. Because there, there is, there is a power of God. It's real, it's real power. It's real power. The power of God is real power. Look, this is the testimonies of even the children, the first laugh. One of the things that I've noticed is that their testimony is not, it's not even from a service or anointing service or anything. Most of it is from WhatsApp. When you hear them, they're talking, oh, and I was speaking to Bishop Richard and Bishop Richard said this. What they are saying, I said, it's a WhatsApp. You see, I just went, and then he said this to me, and then practice. Even to, even to, even to this, I was sharing a testimony with me. How she's done well in her exams, and she's this, and she did this. And, said, and I rem- she said, I remember how you prayed for me. and Praying for her was not a call. Praying for her was, in the name of Jesus, you'll be okay. In the name, I, I, I remember telling her, go and eat. Go and eat and sleep. You'll be okay. Go and eat, because she couldn't sleep. Anxiety was, I said, said, eat and sleep. Eat and sleep, you'll be okay. I said, eat and sleep. When you wake up at dawn, just read over some things and go, you'll be okay. And she was sharing the testimony today. You see things, because, because, don't people also use phones for sex and for demonic activities? Where do they watch pornography? Is it not the phone? Where do they have socks? I said socks. Sex chats and those things. It's the phone. That medium, that medium can be used for evil or for God. I wish you, you say, don't underestimate what you have and what God has given to you. 
It's a powerful thing. It's a powerful thing. Your faith should not stand in the wisdom of men. It should stand in the power of God. Power. Power of God. Power of God. Power. Power. You think God hasn't got power? God has power. God has power. If you believe in the power of God, your your sleep will be shorter because you will want to pray. Yeah, 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 you will want to pray. He's not sitting there with a medical report and say, this is who they say I am. You, you wake up and pray and change that report. Every negative medical report is changing. But because your faith, maybe you haven't, you haven't uh, uh, relocated your faith into the power of God. That's how you sleep. With medical reports, this is what I, they, they said this is who I am. They said, this is, what, this is what I am. They said, this is how it's going to be. It is not going to be like that. The power of God can change it. And the power of God is changing every negative, negative medical report. It's changing. It's changing and it shall change. You shall walk in perfect health. And you shall live in perfect health. And you will never die before your time. learn how to block you have to you have to block evil block evil and block satanic attacks and block satanic agenda agenda that has been arranged again you have to learn how to block it they say it shall never happen it shall never come to pass it shall never be fulfilled No wicked intention against your life shall ever come to pass. You will never suffer from what your mother suffered from. You will never struggle from what your father struggled from. You are above every familiar struggle. You are above every familiar disease. You are above it. It is the power of God. It is the power of God. Death and life are in the power of the tongue. It's a power. It's a power that we have. That you have to learn how to use it. Use the power. Stand over your sick friend and use the power. Look, the powers you have begin to deploy it. You have to deploy it. Sit down so that we can, we can go home. I told you that we have to go home early today. Verse 6. Verse 6 says that how be it we speak wisdom among them that are perfect, yet not the wisdom of this world, nor of the princes of this world that come to naught. Okay. But we speak the wisdom of God in a mystery. In a mystery. This is, the, this is a deep part. Because the wisdom of God is a mystery. I'm telling you, the wisdom of God. Wisdom. Is how to do some things. So, the w- wisdom. So, let's say, wisdom is how to. So, how to, have, how to have a successful marriage. How to have a successful career. How to prosper. How to build a mega church. How to win souls to Christ. All these are different types of wisdom. How to means, so you see a book, how to pray. Another title for that book is Wisdom for Prayer. 
wisdom for prayer. So the wisdom of God on all these different subjects is a mystery. That means that even when you see it, you recognize it. If you see, if you see God's wisdom on prosperity, you recognize it. If I, you would doubt it, then you will laugh at it. If you see God's wisdom, God's wisdom for growing a church, you say, how? If you see God's wisdom on, on how to, on, on getting to heaven, wisdom for getting to heaven, that believe in the Lord, you say, how? How? I mean, we want, we want rivers and stones to worship. We want, we want to shed some blood, cut ourselves and do something. When you see it, 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 it's mysterious. But that's the wisdom of God. That's the power of God. That's how can people haven't believed in some of the things and therefore they haven't seen the change. Because it's, it's, it's mysterious. You don't easily recognize it or make it out. You don't. You can't. You wouldn't. You didn't just look at it and say, oh, this is what will work. What, what, what is tithing? You wouldn't want to tithe. What is offerings? You didn't want to give offerings. But that is, that is where God blesses. That is where God blesses. That is where God changes your life. How many people would not want it? Wouldn't choose it. Wouldn't choose, wouldn't choose a lot of things that is the wisdom of God. They wouldn't choose fasting. They wouldn't choose prayer. They wouldn't choose offerings. They wouldn't, they wouldn't even choose even saying thank you. Thank you. Thank you. But the Bible says, enter his gates with thanksgiving. That is, that is anybody who is grateful and thankful is someone who is drawing closer and closer to God. Someone who is getting closer. Someone, someone who is going to walk in his presence is the person who is able to say thank God. He's not saying thank you. You can also complain. You can be complaining. You can be murmuring. You can be talking. So what is this? What is that? But you can, you can say thank you for this. Thank you for what I have. Thank you for, you should be able to see a blessing. A, a blessing, you should be able to see a blessing. This is what I have is a blessing. What I have is a blessing. And to say thank you for, instead of complaining. At least when I read my Bible, the complainers, the memories, they, they died. Thousands of them died in a day. And those who came back to say thank you are rather commended highly. I'd rather say thanks. Than complain or say nothing at all. Are you there? The wisdom of God is a mystery. Even the hidden wisdom. <laughs> it is, it's a mystery and it is hidden. Can you imagine a mysterious thing that is hidden? Already a mystery is hidden already, but this one is a mystery and it's also hidden. <laughs> I don't blame people who can't follow God. Who can't do what God says. Who, can, who, who have not been able to decode the principles of God and the ways of God. Because it looks, sometimes it looks too easy. But that is it. That is it. That is the way. That is the way. That is the thing. But it looks too easy. And we like it. But the, the wisdom of men is very, somehow, the wisdom of men is more impressive. When you hear it, it looks very impressive. I mean, you can be blown away. You, you sit there and you say, wow. Oh, yeah. That's the wisdom of men. The wisdom of God when he's like, oh, it's 
but it is hidden. The power is hidden. That is where the solution lies. That is where the solution is. Just believe in the Lord Jesus Christ and you'll be saved. Believe in your heart that Jesus died for your sins and, and he rose up from the dead and then confess with your mouth and then you'll be saved. Hey. I mean, is it, like, is it really that simple? Is it really that simple? Shouldn't we climb some rocks? Shouldn't we go to Jerusalem and come? Shouldn't we fast for 90 days? I mean, shouldn't we do something a bit difficult? It's like, it's like are you sure? Look, that's why people start saying, look, we've been bad. We are bad people. We are wicked people. I should, but that's what it is. That's the wisdom of God. That's the wisdom of God. That's the wisdom of God. Just believe. Just confess that God has raised him from the dead. And believe with your heart. And you are saved. And you are actually saved. You are actually saved. It's a mystery. And it is hidden. Wow. Verse 8. Which none of the princes of the world knew. For had they known it, they would not have crucified the Lord of glory. They didn't know. They, they actually sponsored, promoted, advertised, and saw through God's plan. Without knowing that they are helping God. It's like Moses sitting on his big throne and a little boy in a basket being placed in front of him. This is the savior of Israel. This is his, this is his arch rival. Lying in front of him. But it's mystery and it's hidden and it's unimpressive and it's not a threat. So he looked at, he looked at a baby in a basket and called his child. Can you feed him with the best, he, with the best food of Egypt and educate him in the best way of Egypt. That, be pre- that is God's plan. Oh, God's plan. He can't see it. He can't see. He can't see. Mighty, mighty Pharaoh, mighty man sitting there his, his enemy is lying in front of him as a baby and he can't. He's calling his daughter Keep him. Keep him in my house. Let him sleep on my bed. On Egyptian cotton. Let him sleep there. Let him eat the food. Take him to school. Look after him. Train him. Give him the best. Make sure he, he's fit and well. And the boy grows up in his house. Because he can't see the wisdom of God. If they had known. If they had known. If they had known. If they had known. They didn't know. They didn't, they didn't know at all. Yeah, 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 yeah. If you had known. You would have used his leg to kill Moses. You, know? you just, you just, like a cockroach, you would just, oh yeah, just throw him back in the river. He said, leave him in the river. But he didn't know. Just as they didn't know who they were crucifying. They didn't know that blood, as they were a spear, that blood, that blood is the power of redemption, power of salvation. They didn't, they did not know. They didn't know. They didn't know. You have to perceive the wisdom of God in the ways of God. Because one of the things you despise is your salvation. The things you're about to walk away from is what God is going to use to set you free. 
Yeah. Verse 9. For as it is written, I have not seen, nor ear heard, neither have entered into the heart of man the things which God has prepared for them that love him. Wow. Verse 10. But God has revealed them unto us by his spirit. For the spirit searches all things, yea, the deep things of God. Fantastic. For what man knoweth the things of a man, save the spirit of man which is in him? Even so, the things of God knoweth no man, but the spirit of God. Now, we have received, not the spirit of the world, but the spirit which is of God, that we might know the things that are freely given to us of God. Which things also we speak, not in the words which man's wisdom teaches, but which the Holy Ghost teacheth, comparing spiritual things with spiritual. Wow. But a natural man receiveth not the things of the Spirit of God, for they are foolishness unto him. Neither can he know them, because they are spiritually discerned. Okay? Then, verse 15, But he that is spiritual judgeth all things, yet he himself is judged of no man. For who has known the mind of the Lord? that he might instruct him. But we have the mind of Christo. Hallelujah. Romans chapter 8. That's Romans chapter 8. There is therefore now no condemnation. Are you going to walk after the spirit? There is therefore now no condemnation. To who? Then which are in Christ, isn't it? But then, who walk not after the flesh, but after the spirit? So in Christ, we have those who are walking after the flesh. Those who take decisions according to the feelings. The feelings and the analysis of the flesh. Many of our reactions is, is just what we feel like. I don't want to be cheated. We're not going to sit down. Yeah. This. A lot of the systems of the world, a lot of rebels, breakaways. Ask yourself, why can't they, why can't they be in the church? Why did they break away? Because they feel I'm being cheated. It is a conclusion of the desires of the flesh. It's the flesh that will tell that, you know, I want to be that. I also want to be a founder. I also want to be this. You see, but what is missing here is a very important virtue, which is humility. But you wouldn't know, you wouldn't compare, you see, we compare spiritual things with spiritual. Pride is spiritual. Humility is spiritual. But, but you, 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 don't make, don't, you don't make that comparison. You compare, you, compare a spiritual, you compare a spiritual thing like being fathered to a carnal thing like being cheated or being bullied. So you, you, won't do, you, won't get, you won't get the right result. You can't, you can't measure something in inches and centimeters. It's feet and inches, or, or what, centimeters and millimeters. 
or in meters or meters and centimeters. So your, your unit of comparison has to be the same. So you see, when, when, when you are talking to a carnal person, you immediately tell them, this person has missed the point. Because the person is so concerned about, I'm this, I'm not like this. And they rather sometimes, they try to sound spiritual, but they are very carnal. They try to borrow the spiritual temper. What you are saying is not, it doesn't add up spiritual. Because what you are showing is that you are not humble. You are not humble. When you, when you des- describe Jesus, he said, he said, who learned obedience by the things he suffered. He learned obedience. Suffering is a spiritual thing. Obedience is a spiritual thing. So he stayed on course. He could have said, ah, I won't die. I can't suffer. He said, he said I can call angels. I call a legion of angels now. Now to deliver me. He said, I can. Though he were a son, he learned obedience. How many people today are ready to learn obedience? How many people are ready to learn obedience? How many people can be corrected? Sometimes you can't even correct. You don't even want to correct because when you correct, it's like it's almost as though because the person is so kind of correction, correction becomes um, um, an offense to the person. The Bible says that rebuke a scorner, he will hate you. Rebuke a wise person, he will love you. That's what the Bible says. Comparing spiritual things with spiritual. Yeah. Reprove a scorner. Reprove not. So he said, so when you see a scorner, so when, if you're a pastor, a leader, a husband, a whatever, Know whether your wife is a scorner or not. Yes. <laughs> you, you, you have to know. Is the, if the person is a scorner, you don't, you don't correct. Because if you correct, you attract hatred. Anybody who hates you, after a move, a correction, who argue, who talk, who do this, Therefore, I'm going, I'm leaving. It's, it's a certain type of person. And then, a, the same word, rebuke. Rebuke. A wise man. A wise man. A spiritual man. He will love you. He will love you. He will say thank you. To say thank you. One day, I went somewhere to preach. The pastor did something that was uh, was not right. It's just something that we do. I don't want to tell you what he did, but he did something. Should I tell you? No, he did something that I, it was not good. So, I really rebuked him. I mean, really, I went for it. I went for it. I was his guest, he was my host, but I really went for it. I didn't care two hoots. I went, I, I really, I really, I mean, went for it. So help me God. It was not easy for him at all. 
So, a natural person will be angry and will hate me. But what this pastor did surprised me. At the end of one of the services, they were all talking, fellowshipping with everybody. He said he wants to see me. And I was, I was thinking, after you, I'm, I'm going with you. I'm with you, so why, why do you need to see me? He said, no, 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 he needs to see. So I said, no problem. I said to the people, excuse me. So we went, we actually went out to the car park. Then he put his hand in his pocket. Then he took out an envelope. He said, I feel love from you. Come to me. Now I've become confused. <laughs> then he said, the mistake I made two days ago, the way you have poured out your heart to explain to me, to correct me. It's only somebody who really loves me who can do such a thing. I don't know how to say thank you, but this is such an offering. I want to say thank you. That day, I said, this boy is a wise man. This guy is a wise person. Yeah, I said, this guy is wise. Because I didn't come to destroy him. He rather was on a road to destroy himself. What he was doing, the road he was walking on, he would destroy himself. It was my effort and an attempt to rescue him. The best way I knew how to. The best way. Because my short time, I don't know when I can have a lecture, a meeting, a seminar. I don't know when. This is my chance. I really sorted him out. I won't lie to you. It was really, I mean, the program almost got spoiled. Because I had, I had to put him. I, I, I said, if there's no reason why, I can, this is the only reason I have to save you from this thing. He said, you really, you really like him. That's how you see wise people. They love you when you correct. Most people don't like correction. So you, you even have to know before you speak. You don't even have to test it. Because when you test it, you can destroy the person and lose the person. Most people don't like correction. Because that's it. They, they will pack their bags and baggage and leave the church. That's the last time you saw them in church. That's the last time. There's no humility. There's no humility. Though he were a son, he learned obedience. But the thing is suffered. Most people are not like that. Most people are not like that. Romans 8, yes. Who walk not after the flesh, but after the spirit. So today, my message is titled three testimonies. I have three testimonies to share with you. But I want to read a verse first to lead us into those testimonies. And my time is finished, you know. But when you were clapping, you didn't know that my time was finished. Something hit me. Something hit somebody. Galatians chapter 5. Are you going to walk after the Spirit? 
They're going to be after the flesh. They're going to share the church on gender lines. If you want to have a meeting with all, they have a meeting with all Nigerians too. When you finish, try all Angolans. If you finish the agenda, can you move into nationality? When I read the Bible, I see more nationality, tanks, nations, tribes. I see that more. So when you finish your revelation of gender lines, can you come to nationality? Galatians chapter 5. you have allowed things happening in your church, you should abolish it too. Abolish it before I, I visit you. I don't know where else I can say. I don't know where else I'll get a chance to say those things. So that's what I'm telling you now. Galatians 5. 25. Okay, 25. If we live in the spirit, let us also walk in the spirit. If we live in the spirit. Let us also walk in the spirit. If we live there. If that's where you live. You say you're not carnally minded. You're spiritually minded. You say you walk after the spirit. Not after the flesh. So if you live in the spirit. Let us also walk in the spirit. Let us take a journey in the spirit. If you, can, you see, when, when you say walk somewhere, it means that that place is quite spacious. You don't walk in a spot. You walk in a room or a country or a city. You walk. So let us walk in the spirit. Being in the spirit is like a world that you live in, that you walk through. That you discover things. It's like it's like Discovery Channel. These kind of divers who go to the deep parts of the sea to see, see different creatures, different types of fishes. You see a fish; it looks like a hammer. Yeah, you see it's down there. You see different things. It's like it's, it's like it's like take a journey. Taking a journey, we're walking, we're walking through, we're walking through. You see, you see, you see different things that it is all in the spirit. That's what the scripture says. Different administrations by the same spirit. Different manifestations by the same spirit. Same. That, that's, that, that's like walking in the spirit, walking in the spirit. Walking. So there are different ways by which we get things from God. And we get God to do things. But it is all in the spirit. So when you live in the spirit, you have to learn and master how to walk in the spirit. You have to walk in it. Walk. You have to take a walk. Like you see different shops at Westfield. But you're still at Westfield. Different shops. Depending on what you want. Different shops for coffee. Different shops for shoes. But, but depending on what you want, you can stop at this shop and say, I like, I like to buy my things from this shop. 
I like to buy my things from this shop. I like to take my things from this shop. Whatever you choose is what will work for you. I have three testimonies to talk to you about today in your walk in the spirit. Walk. Do you, do you want to know the testimonies? Before the service ends? Yeah, where the service is ending soon? How many of you are going to walk in the spirit? Walk there. Walk, shop. Claim. Receive. Get things. Go deeper. Come back up. Go in. Flow in the spirit. There are are fantastic experiences in the spirit. I don't know why I'm even going to tell you this. But on Sunday, I had a wonderful experience. Beautiful one. Beautiful one. Nice, I mean, lovely experience. Lovely experience. I was, there's this, I was watching somebody preaching. This was preaching, and I was enjoying the preaching. Then I fell asleep. One of the ways you know that you fall, you've fallen asleep is when you wake up. <laughs> so, I was, what, I was really being blessed. Then suddenly I woke up. But when I woke up, I woke up at a point that something had just happened to me. I just went into a dream trans, whatever it is, I don't know what it was. But suddenly I was in a place. And then this preacher called me on my phone and said to me, there is something going on in my house. I should come back now. It sounded like there's, there's some type of problem or emergency. So I should run back. I should come home now. So in the, in the experience, charged to my house. When I opened my door and I entered the house, it wasn't my house. The arrangement, everything was different. Different furniture, new shiny furniture, neat, some neat hall. It was a very, it was also narrow. It was narrow like the front. Who was standing in the corner? The preacher in some white, white, glittering Shiny. I mean, I don't know that silky, but I mean that it was it's too white to be called white. Boo boo, do you know boo boo? Do you know boo boo? The one that you that's what it's called. But when you finish what you have to do with this. Yes, he was wearing it. He was standing in the corner of the room. Then he just he just spoke to me across the room. That where I'm standing, he said, kneel down. Kneel down there. So I knelt down. Then he walked to me with his two hands like this. His two hands. He prayed. He prayed. He declared, I mean, I'm telling you, 
He prayed for me. The man prayed for I, I can still feel his two hands on my head. He held my head like, like you hold a, a, a rugby ball. He held my head like that. He started praying for me. As soon as he finished the prayer, that's when I, when I, I saw him. He's still preaching. I said, okay. Whatever it is, I have, I have taken it. I have taken it. <laughs> I have taken it. Yeah. Yeah. Taking it. I've taken it. You see, the prophecy that you believe is the prophecy that will happen to you practically, practically, practically. The thing that you believe, the thing that you accept, is what you will receive practically. I don't know why I had that thing, but I'm sure I'll discover soon. I'm sure I'll be discovered soon. Supernatural experiences are real. It's a walk. It's a walk. In the spirit. It's a walk. There are places. There are realms. That you can walk in. Sunday as I'm, I was getting ready to go to church, I said, oh God, like I said, you really like me. I was feeling, because I actually wish I, I wouldn't go to church. I wish I could stay in that same place for more visitations and more, more experiences. I wanted to stay. I wanted to stay there because it was nicer. Understood why Peter and Co said, Can we build tabernacles? It's good that we are here. Yes, it's good that we are here. The clothes. Look, white is not fair to describe it. The white, that white. I've never seen any white like that before. I've not seen a white like that before. White. White. I was trying to. Voice, the voice, like the voice I was listening, which is just said, kneel down, kneel down. So I just kneel down. He helped. I kept going. Receive an impartation. So you see in these testimonies in Mark chapter 5. And behold, there cometh one of the rulers of the synagogue, Jairus by name. And when he saw him, he fell at his feet. And besought him greatly, saying, My little daughter lieth at the point of death. I pray thee, come and lay thy hands on her, that she may be healed. And she shall live. Wow. And Jesus went with him. And much people followed him. And thrown. Now, what I want you to see here is that there's a request. There's a request to Christ. There's a request to God. There's a prayer. There's a prayer. And the prayer is such that, come and lay hands. It's like my faith 
My faith is in laying on of hands. Because laying on of hands is a spiritual thing. It's a spiritual thing. Some of you are falling asleep. Is it? Should we close? He said, come and, you see, and, and Jesus went with him. Jesus went with him. He said, okay, let's go. Let's go, I'll go, I'll go and lay hands on him. I'll go and lay hands on him. I will go and lay hands on him. Let's go and lay hands on him. Most of my real experiences I've had, I still come to lay hands. That's, that's what I was telling you. Most of the younger generation that I see now, they, they operate this kind of operate, I don't know which is higher, but I feel, I feel the speaking and not laying of hands seems higher than the physical experience. They seem to operate at a very high, it's like, it's like they are quick, they are quick to receive and catch some things. Because the older ones, older, older people don't even like text WhatsApp conversation. They, they'll say, Bishop, can I call? Not even can I call. Can I come and see you? Can I come and see you? They want to see you. And it's not easy to see you. When are you in the office? Oh, any time you give me, I'll come. Any time. Any time. By the time I'm here, you're also at work. You can't come. You can't come. Our lives are different. But you see that they always insist, I, I need to come and talk. I need to see you. I want to see you. They are different. It's, it's, it's a different kind of world. It's okay, it's okay to see me. It's not, it's not a problem. I'm happy to see anybody if you're available. But you see that this one is asking for, come and lay thy hands on me. Come and lay thy hands. Which is good. Lay my hands is good. It's good. Come and lay hands. Come and lay hands. There are people who receive through laying on of hands. They just want you to touch them. If you can just, if you can just touch them, they'll be okay. They'll be okay. They'll be okay. That's their faith. That's their faith. That's what they want. Why should it be withheld from them? It should be given to them. Want me to lay hands on you? I like to lay hands on you. If that's what you really believe in, I like to lay hands on you. I like to come and touch you. If you want me to touch you, I would like to touch. I wish tonight. I wish I can touch all of you before you go home. I wouldn't mind at all to be able to touch to touch all of you. I can touch all of you before you go home. That, because that is that is that is the shop you shop from. Yeah, that's where you shop from. In the mall that you've entered, you shop from laying on of hands. Yeah, you shop from there. But what I'm trying to tell you is that there are options. You see, there are options. You want, you want coffee? There's Nero. There's Starbucks. There's Costa. There are other places. Other places. But you like Starbucks? Anything that you choose, you get what you want. But that is, you should know that that's what you like. In verse forty-one, or verse forty, verse forty. 
And they laughed, they laughed him to scorn. But when he had put them all out, he took the father of the mother, the damsel, and, that, and them that were with him, and entereth in where the damsel was lying. And he took the damsel by the hand and said unto her, Talitha kumi, which is being interpreted, damsel, I say unto thee, arise. You see, he took her by hand. He touched her. He touched her. He said, arise. And then verse 42. And straightway, the damsel arose and walked, for she was of age, of 12 years, and they were astonished with great astonishment. He got what he was looking for. Jairus got what he was looking for. Another testimony. Testimony two. Do you like testimonies? Testimony two is in Mark chapter five. Verse 28. For she said, can you start earlier for me? 25 maybe, let's try 25. Darling, 25. And a certain woman, which had an issue of blood, 12 years, and has suffered many things of many physicians, and has spent all that she had, and was nothing bettered, but rather grew worse. When she had heard of Jesus, came in the press behind, and touched his garment. (laughs) For she said, if I may touch but his clothes, I shall be whole. And straightway, the fountain of her blood was dried up, and she felt in her body that she was healed of that plague. And Jesus, immediately knowing himself that virtue had gone out of him, turned him about in the press and said, Who touched my clothes? And his disciples said unto him, Thou seest the multitude thronging thee, and seest thou who touched me? And he, he looked and he looked round about to, to see her that had done this thing. But the woman, fearing and trembling, knowing what, what was done in her, came and fell down before him and told him all the truth. And he said unto her, Daughter, 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 thy faith has made thee whole. Go in peace and be whole of that place. What I need you to see is that Jesus didn't rebuke this woman. No, 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 he didn't rebuke her. He said, what you have believed is what has solved your problem. What you have believed in, what you had expected, what you had hoped for, what you had desired is what has solved your problem. Nothing has solved your problem but what you have been, because you, you, were, you were operating in the spirit and you chose the, the shop. The shop she chose was the shop of don't get, no, don't get the attention of the anointed. I don't need to speak to him. I don't need him to do anything for me. If I can just touch, I just need a certain connection. I just need a certain connection. I just need a certain, if I can just give me contact. Can you give me a certain contact? A certain contact. Maybe, maybe if, can you give me, can you give me a prayer that he has said? Just his prayer. Is contact enough? Is there, do you have a recorded prayer of him anywhere? Do you have his message that he's preaching somewhere? If you can just give me that thing, I will be okay. 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 I will be. 
I will be. I don't need to speak to him. I don't need his phone number. I don't need to call him. I don't need his, his address. I don't need to go and see him. But if I can just, just, whichever means, have some contact with him. And the contact to her is a spiritual contact. A spiritual contact. A spiritual contact. Though she was using, though she was touching physical things, but for her, it's a spiritual thing. If I, if I can just touch, I just need to, I need something to connect me to him. All my problems will be over. All my problems will be over. All my problems will be over. If you live in the spirit, let's walk in the spirit. Let's see you walking in the spirit. Let's see you using spiritual methods to overcome issues and challenges in your life. Let us see you. Let us see you with doing spiritual things. Let us see you. That's what I'm giving you the test. This one said, come and lay hands. Let us see you looking for the anointed just to lay hands, just to touch you like that. Let's see you looking for, I need, I need you to lay hands on me. I need, you to, I need you to touch me. If you touch me, my problems will be over. Let me, let us see you saying that, you know, I just need a message. Do you have this message? There's a message. There's a book. Do you have this book? I need to read a certain chapter. Something said to read this book. Contact, 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 contact contact. Can you connect me? Can you connect me? Do you have that message? Do you have that prayer? Do you have that song? Do you have that book? Have you heard that message? Have you listened to those prayers? Were you there at that miracle service? Do you have a recording of a miracle service? Ah, just, Just put me in touch. I'll be okay. Just put me in touch. I'll be okay. I don't, I don't even need him to know that I'm around. I don't need him to know. I will find a way to connect myself to him. I'll be okay. And my third and final testimony. Three testimonies as we walk in the spirit. I want you to come along and walk in the spirit. Let's walk. You should walk in the spirit. Become comfortable walking in the spirit. Don't walk in the flesh. Every day angry. Every day afraid. Every day sickness, every day cough, every day hunger, every day this, every day that. We are walking in the flesh too much. We are walking in the flesh too much. Come, let's walk in the spirit. Come, let's walk in the spirit. Let's look for somebody. Let's look for somebody to lay hands on us. Let's look for somebody to be connected. Let's be connected to somebody. As we are not happy, let's look for a spiritual solution. You're not happy that you're taking tablets to sleep. The garment of praise for the spirit of mourning. The garment of praise. The garment of praise. Praise is praise is a spiritual thing. It's like it's like a coat that you wear for the spirit of mourning. That's a spirit of depression. Garment of Come, let's walk in the spirit. Let's think spiritual. Do you see this of being calm? Let's think spiritual. This is a spiritual thing. What can solve it? What can fight it? What can overcome it? God is saying, I'm giving you beauty for ashes. I'm giving you beauty. I'm 
sprinkling, I'm sprinkling attraction over you. And the third testimony. Are you ready for the third testimony? This is a fantastic testimony. Um, Luke chapter 7. This one is Luke chapter 7. <laughs> Verse 7, please. Wherefore, neither thought I myself worthy to come unto thee, but say in a word, and my servant shall be healed. Verse 8. For I also am a man under authority, having under me soldiers. And I say unto one, go, and he goeth. And to another, come, and he cometh. And to my servant, do this, and he doeth it. When Jesus heard these things, he marveled. Can you imagine Jesus being shocked and surprised? <laughs> it's like, it's like, it's like, is it? It's like knowing that it's like knowing that there are three levels in the house, but most people don't know. You usually go to the third level just to get some fresh air. And then when you get to the, that third level, here is this guy. It's like you wonder, how did you find this place? How did you discover this level? Clever boy, smart boy. How did you find that there's a place better than that basement? He marveled at the, he marveled at him and turned him about and said to all the people that were around, I say unto you, I have not found so great faith. No, not in Israel. That somebody will say, stand here. Stand here and say it. I have a problem. There's a problem in my house. I don't need you to come to my house. Do you remember the first one? Jairus, he said, come to the house. Come, let's go home. This one said, this one said, I don't need you to come here. I don't need you to come here. Stand, let's all stand here. Let's all stand here. Just say it. Just say it. Just say it. Just say it. What you are saying here is changing things in my house. The prayer you are making here is changing things in your house. Just stand here and say something. This is those of you who have been shopping in uh, come and lay hands. I need to come and see you. It's okay. It's okay. It works. But I'm showing you options. There are options. Begin also to believe. Begin also to believe. When it is said to you that it is well, it is well. Begin to believe that it is actually well with you. It is well. You have to believe it. You have to accept it. You have to receive it. You have to receive it. It is well. It is well. We can give you Coca-Cola and different things. It's a level of faith. So you believe that if you drink this coke, this will happen. If you have this, this will be. We got different things. But you say, there's somebody. Jesus said, I have not seen so great faith. No, 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 no. He said, no, not in Is this Israel? No, no. People don't talk like this. People don't talk like this. And apart from people who have understood spiritual things and spiritual principles and people who have taken a walk in the spirit, a walk in the spirit, 
If you live in the spirit, let us walk now. Let us walk now. Now let us walk in the spirit. Let us walk in the spirit. Let us move. Let us go into dreams, visions, chances. Let us have, let us now have spiritual experiences. If you live in the spirit, let us also walk. Let us walk in it. Let us walk in spiritual things. And let us value and risk. When you see, when you see you I am having a spiritual experience. It's not that because I was listening to the mom, that's why I'm dreaming. No, 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 no. I actually went somewhere and came back. <laughs> I went somewhere and came back. May you have supernatural experiences. May what you have believed bring about a testimony in your life. I said, may what you have believed bring about a testimony in your life. May your life be filled with testimonies. 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 Begin to overcome that which has resisted you. Begin to overcome that which has stood in your way. Begin to overcome that which has wrestled with you. Begin to overcome that which has held you down. Receive the grace to overcome. Receive the grace to overcome. Receive strength to overcome. Receive the power of God to overcome. Everything that has troubled you. An overcoming spirit has come upon you today. An overcoming ability has come upon you today. No weapon fashioned against you shall prosper. No arrow that flies by day, no spear that flies by night shall harm your life, shall harm your child, shall harm your family, shall harm your job, shall harm your finances. No weapon of the enemy shall affect you. Begin to overcome. Begin to overcome. Begin to overcome begin to overcome. You are being commissioned tonight to overcome. You are being ordained tonight to overcome. You are being anointed tonight to overcome. You are receiving the overcomer's ability. The overcomer's anointing. The overcomer's grace is coming upon you now. It's coming upon you now. It's coming upon you now. You will overcome. You will overcome. You will overcome. You are overcoming. Hey, thank you Lord. You to speak in tongues for a minute. Speak in tongues for a minute. Shout it out. 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 In tongues. In tongues. In tongues. In tongues. Speak it. Speak it. Speak it. Speak it. Speak it. The overcomer's grace. The overcomer's strength. A strength of an overcomer. A strength of an overcomer. Strength of an overcomer. Strength of an overcomer. Anointing of an overcomer. Anointing of an overcomer. It comes upon you. 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 Release the powers. Release the weapons. Release the weapons. Everything that has offended you. Everything that has stood in your way. You overcome it tonight. You overcome it tonight. Sickness, disease, trouble, confusion. You overcome it tonight. You overcome it tonight. In the name of Jesus. 
Father, no one gathered under the sound of my voice returns to trouble. Nobody gathered here tonight returns to confusion. Nobody gathered here tonight returns to pain. Nobody here tonight returns to depression. Nobody gathered here tonight returns to failure. I declare, I declare, I declare overcomers ability, overcomers blessing, overcomers strength. You are an overcomer. You are more than a conqueror. I declare over your life every fight that comes your way, you shall win the fight. Every battle that comes your way, you shall win the battle. In Jesus' name. In Jesus' name. In Jesus' name. In Jesus' name. Every enemy that has surrounded you dissolves tonight. Every enemy that has stood in your way evaporates tonight. I speak confusion into the camp of your enemies. I declare confusion into the camp of your enemy. I declare weakness comes upon your enemies. In Jesus' name, receive victory. Receive victory. Receive victory. Receive victory. I see victory. I see victory. You are victorious. You are a winner. You are blessed. In Jesus' name, shout amen. Shout amen. Shout amen. Thank God for the victory. Thank Him. Thank Him. Thank Him. Thank Him. Thank Him.